Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it for me. I go hard podcast podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard go hard. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast. What is up, everybody? How's it going? It's been a while. It's been about two weeks, I think. But look, holidays. The holidays are coming around, and you know how it is. The family wants you around. They want you to, you know, spend some time with one another because that's just how the holiday season is. It brings togetherness. But how's it been? Have y'all been doing great? How about the CDC regulations for Thanksgiving? Oh, man. What a, what a great time that is. It, it, they were just guidelines, though. I'm glad they weren't like laws because that would have been, been awful. They were just guidelines. They were like, okay, no more than this certain amount of family members, and you can only hang out for this much amount of time. Like, really? Like, COVID's really going to care about how much time you're actually hanging around people. Now, I know some of those things were jokes. But I read the actual guidelines and they were absolutely ridiculous and just stupid. Do you really think anybody's going to follow those guidelines? Absolutely not. They're just going to do everything like they did normal. And if they get it, they get it. Who cares? We're not scared of it anymore. We're at the end of 2020. When are you going to learn that we're tired of being little pansies? Or some of us are. A lot of us are still going to Walmart and buying all the toilet paper that we can buy and then go home for, I don't know what reason, and then just stacking it somewhere, knowing that you will never use that much for the next few months. Ridiculous. But I hope everybody's Thanksgiving was great. Mine was good. Pretty good. But I'm about to have to wrap things up and go right back down there uh, where I'm from, my little town again, and Christmas. We got to do Christmas. But before we get into all that, I have new merch. I do. I have merch uh, that I just created and made. It's all original. And I think that's pretty, you know, you know I got to pat myself on the back. I think there's a pretty pal- proud moment as a uh, human being and as a creator to be able to say that your design is 100% authentic because a lot of people can't say that. I've seen a lot of comedians merch and they just basically take like regular logos and regular other things and they you know do something funny to it and twist it around and they make money off of the other person's logos which is easily capable of getting sued like I saw this one comics it was a a Nike sign I think it was a Nike sign and he was making a reference of something I, I forgot exactly what it was but he used the Nike sign another one someone used uh, freaking Gucci. I I don't know that a lot of people use just different things, and they make their logos, and that's their that's their merch. So they make money off of other people's design ideas. Who's gonna sue them? I don't know who's gonna sue them. I, I don't, they may never get sued, but they're making thirty bucks a pop off of whatever they're sal- selling, and it's the easiest thing ever. I could go into Photoshop and create what they're making. I could literally go into Photoshop and do exactly what they're doing. But I'm not. I'm not that type of person. I want to create my stuff 100%. can't speak. 100% authentic. That's what I want. 100%. And that's what I did. I created this nice logo, put it on a shirt and a hoodie. And it's my first real actual authentic logo design. And I'm selling it. If anybody wants it, DM me message me whatever and I am I will give it to you I'll get it to you ASAP okay I may give you a little nice discount too if you're like the first three people coming in because I have I ordered like two boxes I think right now I have two boxes just sitting waiting waiting to be torn into like a kid at Christmas just waiting waiting kid kids birthday presents kids Christmas gifts They're, those boxes are just sitting there like that and they're just waiting to be torn into those shirts and hoodies are waiting to be worn why do you not want one uh if you use the uh, Christmas discount uh Igleheart uh the last Igleheart podcast uh at my website and I'm just kidding I don't have a website but just DM me or message me if you really want one and uh you could possibly be one of those people that I could just look at and be like hey 
I'll give it to you for this much instead of the original price. And it's not going to be a discount if you're one of the first people. It's just depending if I like you or not. How about that? I'm just kidding. If Actually, if you're one of the first three, I will give you 50% off. Guaranteed. First three people to DM me or message me about my merch, I will give you 50% off flat out. Promise you. I think the hoodies are like around 30 bucks. So I think they're 30 bucks. I will give you a hoodie for 15 bucks. If you are one of the first three people. You want a t-shirt? I think t-shirts are 15. So, you know, half of that, whatever that is. Seven, seven bucks, something like that. You know, I wasn't, I'm not good at math, but whatever. The point is, is, is do you want my merch? I just came out with some new ones. I'm going to be coming out with some other new ones later on. But right now, I have a few people, you know, it's, it's popping a little bit. I, I like the design. It's something I wanted to brag about in a little bit of the beginning of this podcast. Since I haven't talked to y'all in a while, I need to, you know, get some stuff off my chest. <laughs> Woo! But it's getting really close to my birthday. Getting really, really close. Really close. January 19th. It's magical. I had my magical birthday last year. I think, no, it's called the Golden Birthday, where I turned 19 on January 19th, 2019. Not many people could say that. Not many people. But now, Golden Birthday is over with. I, I can't. Uh, go back. There's no reversing it. But I'm going to have a great. Well, no, it wasn't last. Yeah, it was last year. No, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago. Why did I get the math wrong on that? Okay, I'm 20 now. I'll be 21 January 19th, and I'm pumped. I'm absolutely pumped for that. Pumped. Ready for my 21st birthday because 21st birthdays are always legendary. Always legendary. And then after that, it just goes slowly downhill. You, you hit like 25, and then you hit 28. Then you, then you hit 30, and the 30th birthday is just a real bummer because now, you, now it kind of looks weird when you hang out with kids. And you guys start hanging out with more adult, adult people. And you just can't be how you were. Nope, nope. And then that's when people really want to settle down, have kids. Ugh. Man, giving me... Give me chills. Ew. But no, I'm ready for my birthday. January 19th, baby. I am so pumped and ready for the 21st. I don't even know what I'm going to do on it yet. Well, I know what the 21st is going to consist of. That's my first day of college. We'll give that a moment of silence. Yeah, I bet a lot of y'all didn't really know that was going to happen. Dawson, you're going to college? I remember at the very beginning when you started doing your podcast, you hated college. You despised college. Well, look at me now. See, COVID changes a person, okay? COVID really changes your mindset. And due to COVID, there's many of different things and different mindsets that I had pre-COVID and that I now have after COVID. And I have to really decipher what I really want to do, okay? The comedy stuff is never going to stop. Since COVID, Okay, I you, you better get ready. I have posted. I'm starting to post videos now. I'm doing videos on Instagram right now. I posted two videos, and I'm going. To, I'm right now. I'm getting camera equipment. Okay, little Christmas gift for myself, and uh, uh, and I'm going in hardcore with the comedy. On the videoing, I'm gonna put it on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. I'm definitely gonna get into that because this COVID comedy stuff, stand-up comedy stuff, is not working out so well right now. And I don't know how things are gonna go. I've been anticipating for way too long. I thought things were gonna go one way, and they completely switched up and did another another way. And I bet it's happened to a lot of y'all. I bet you bet a lot of you people out there, it's happened to, and it's happened to me. Uh, things that I planned going into pre-COVID completely. It got flipped up on its head. Things have completely changed. Well, Dawson, don't get too far off a subject. You know, tone it back a little bit. Tell us a little bit about college. Okay, fine. I'm going into film. I'm, I'm doing film. Dawson, why are you doing film? Shut up. Let me get to it. I am doing film because I like film editing. I've always liked film editing. 
uh, doing stuff with film has always been interesting. Computers, that kind of stuff. I, I like the editing portion of that. I've always liked music videos. Music videos, and it really have stuck out to me. And people who can really edit a music video, like, go and look at Sicko Mode. Okay, the by Travis Scott. Watch that whole whole video and how much they literally just edited the crap out of that video. Amazing editing. I loved it. I love that. I've always loved that kind of stuff, but I've never thought that I would ever go to college to pursue that kind of thing because I just loved comedy way more. And then now COVID has hit and it's kind of putting a little pin in my situation. I have to make some big boy decisions and I decided to actually go to college and try it out. See if I really could get into it. Yes, I still have that mindset. I don't really, I'm not going to really, you know, love the college portion, the college life. It's just not for me. But I do want to do film editing. So if I want to do film editing, I got to get into some program or something like that. So I'm going to go try it out. See what happens. Why not? It's during COVID. I have nothing else to do. It's great. It's either that or cross my fingers, keep on trying to pick up some stand-up gigs here and there, and then just cross my fingers and work at it, work at a nine to five. I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it. Plus, also, I'm 20 years old. I can do this type of stuff. I, 20 year olds, like people around my age, have that excuse. I'm 20. I changed my mind a lot. Yeah, you do change your mind a lot. But I haven't exactly changed my mind. There's just something that's happened that I've, I mean, my parents and stuff have never happened in their time, in their lifetime. Wearing masks all the time. Everybody not really talking to each other, hanging out. I bet you when COVID gets all over with, no one's going to talk to each other. It's still going to be the same. Like, as soon as we can take the mask off, it's going to. I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where I feel naked without my mask. I really do. I really am starting to get to the point where I just feel just completely naked without it. I just don't understand it. And, like, I I could go across the house, and we have a window in my house. I'll go into my house or apartment, not house. I'll be walking into the kitchen, also the window will be open, and the neighbors could easily see in. Next thing you know, I'll be like, oh, God, I feel kind of naked. It's kind of like when you forget your towel. And, and the No, it's kind of like when you forget your, uh, yeah, just when you forget your towel in the living room. So you have to run across the apartment or your house naked and then go and grab it. It's very awkward when there's a window there. Same thing with your mask. You forget your mask. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, God, people can see me. They're giving me looks. That, that's exactly what it's like now. And. I'm not I'm not liking it so much. I really hope 2021 turns around. I've been saying that for like the past two or three podcasts. I really hope it turns around. And I'm, I really do. I really do. Because I would love to go and do things that I have not been able to do. And, and, and plus also, I'm bored. I bet you, everyone out there is so bored right now. They don't even know what to do. Okay, my friend came up to me the other day and goes, Hey Dawson, do you want to go stargazing? What? <laughs> stargazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stargazing. Like, okay, you know, think about the question you just asked me and ask it to me again. What? Uh, Dawson, do you want to go stargazing? No. What, gu- what group of guys go together and go stargazing together? No group of guys go and stargaze. I'm sorry. That's something that you do with your girlfriend, okay? Or maybe by yourself, you want to reflect on how much of a loser you are. And you want to go look at some stars. But I'm not going to go with a few other dudes. And we're just going to go and put some nice rugs down or nice blankets down. And then just, you know, prop ourselves up. We just lay, uh, lay like shoulder to shoulder to each other. And we put our hands behind our heads and look up in the sky. And talk about our dreams and aspirations. And then as we get really emotional to each other. We kind of, you know, look to the left and we, you know, look into each other's faces and look in each other's eyes. And then next thing you know, one of their tongues is deep down in your throat and you can't do anything about it. it look, you can't do it. That's what stargazing does. It's what stargazing does. And that's why guys should not go stargazing. Each other. It just brings out a side 
That it should never happen. It should never happen. Uh, but I went. Yes, I know. Hypocrite Dawson. Yeah, he went. It wasn't that bad. But it was way too cold. And looking at stars. I can only look at stars for so long. But I'm just like, okay, I get it. You kind of play connect the dots. And you can kind of make new constellations. <laughs> I don't know. But. It, see, that's how bored I am. We start trying to make up stuff. And start trying to do stuff that we n would never do pre-COVID. I bet you I would have never stargazed pre-COVID. But guess what? What am I else am I going to do? Sit in the house all day? No, I want to get out and do something. So I guess stargazing it is, Dawson. Dawson, you're stargazing. Yay. Stargazing. Ugh. You know what? I'm not, you know what I should have done? I should have just got a girlfriend. Just all COVID, had a girlfriend, and, and she's my COVID girlfriend. You know, just someone I can go hang out with. <laughs> just COVID girlfriend. And that's the thing that's scary. Scary things about COVID girlfriends are around holiday season. Holiday season. You don't want to have a COVID girlfriend during holiday season. Mm -mm -mm. I've spent enough money already. I've, I have spent too much money, and it happens every holiday. Always around the holidays, I always end up spending way, way too much money on crap. Now, this is stuff that I have wanted, and this is stuff that uh, has it will benefit me or hopefully benefit me uh, in my future. And I that's why I got this stuff. Like, I got a camera and some other stuff, but I also had to buy other people's stuff, which is just be me, of course, being nice, you know. I don't have to buy any, but the thing is, though, is like people, uh, like my mom, uh, I'm calling her out in this podcast, I know, but she uh, is one of those people that when Christmas comes around or birthday comes around or whatever, she has specific things that she wants, and she will let people know, hey, I want these specific things, and I'm telling you, if <laughs> at least, at least one, not if all of those things are under that tree, or given to her, she's gonna be looking at her like, oh, someone didn't get me a present. Someone's neck, I'm gonna need to snap. Uh, do you have anybody like that in your family? Like they just expect a gift, expect one, and they just want one, and they just expect it, just straight out. Expect a gift. Why would you expect something? You're gonna be way more disappointed. See, I've never really been a gift giver. Even like for birthdays or or Christmas or whatever. When I was younger, it was just you know when you were younger and it for a gift you would make like a a tacky card, you know when like a coloring a little tacky card that you would color in or whatever you would draw and it's a crappy drawing like stick figures you would put happy birthday but misspell it that kind of stuff. And then you would open it there'd be glitter in it. No, my sister was artistic. So she could make a good one. Me, on the other hand, I was the stick figure dude. I was the one making a crappy card, and my mom would look at it, and she would read it, and open it, and she'd be like, Hattie, Hattie Dur Durbay, Hattie Durbay. Yeah, I got my D's and B's back when I was younger. Don't judge me, you jerks. Hattie Birthday. Love you, Ma, Ma, Wa, Wom. Love you, Ma, Wom. Yeah. I got my W's and M's, you know, backwards also, but they were more like, it was like a horizontal, vertical thing. You, you, you Leave me alone. Anyways, it would say something like that to that effect. And she would always look at me and give me that like, oh, thank you, Dawson. You're so nice and you're so sweet and kind. And it only worked when I was younger. And I kept on trying to do that crap when I was 13. I was like, no, 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 I kept on trying to do that crap when I was like 15, 16. Or no, yeah, 15, 16. Uh, or, like, or even when I was getting a job. Like, I even did it one year when I was 16. Yeah, I had a job and stuff. And I didn't want to buy anything. So I <laughs> tried to make some tacky card or whatever. Give it to her. Didn't work so much. She started getting upset. I was like, oh, man. What am I going to give her? I'm going to give her a Subway gift card, a McDonald's gift card. What she wants. Ugh. I robot. I'm like, 
a Roomba, freaking a massage jade kit. Dawson, you're really going to have a, a great time whenever you get a girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I recommend during the holiday season, guys? And this is just a Angleheart podcast recommendation. This is so out facts. And a lot of you probably already do it because you guys are smart out there, okay? You're just like me, smart. Break up with your girlfriend before the holiday season even starts. That's if you just, you know, that's if you just didn't really like her and you just liked being around her. You just wanted to have somebody around. Now, if you actually like this chick, do what our generation started. Our generation started this thing. I'm telling you, it is the greatest invention ever. Yeah, it's an invention. And it's the greatest like thing ever because no one has caught on to it. It's the best thing ever. It's called a break. What? A break? Have you ever heard of a break? Have you ever had one of those happen to you? I've never had, had that happen to me, of course. I've never had a girlfriend. And I'm proud to say that. Okay? Because... Literally, I just got to sit back and relax and watch all the high school relationships crumble. Or they ended up getting them pregnant and then now they're stuck with them in that small town. Uh, I got a little bit too deep on that one. But anyways, back to the main core part. Taking a break. It was always the greatest thing. It always benefited the guy. The break did. Or it may have benefited the girl some, but I don't even know. But I know for a fact if the guy was going to take a break, it benefited him wholesomely. Because every other girl that he's always wanted to flirt with or he's ever wanted to mess around with, he always got to do it when he told the girl that he was with at the time, hey, I want to take a break. And she was like, cool with it. Next thing you know, they go sleep with five girls later, come right back, and they're like, hey, look, I don't know. I just thought about it, and I just realized that you're the, you're the love of my life. And, oh, that's just everything, I, every time I... And around you, I just get these little butterflies in my stomach, and I just can't, I just can't take it anymore. Will you take me back? And the next thing you know, then she takes him back. She's like, yes, thanks for understanding. Well, she did. She know that he was just, you know, partying the whole time, and probably now came back with some STDs or something, and you don't even know. You don't. You, you don't know. So the break, the break, in big quotations, is the best invention that has ever happened in our generation. When it comes to relationship, because you can do that easily around the holiday season. Just look at her right in the eyes and just be like, you know what? I've just been thinking about this for, for the past month. Uh, I think we need to take a break. And then she'll look at you and be like, oh, why? Just, I don't know. It's like, she, like I, just, I don't think we're having any doubts. I just, you know, I just need some time to reflect and think. Oh, always, always put in its family problems. That's the key to put in their family problems because that would make her feel. Like it's off of her and more just as your personal life and she would be more willing to take the break. Always do that. I've learned. I've learned by watching uh, a few of my buddies in high school. They did it all the time. They were really good at it. I just, they were professional. Professionals. And the girls couldn't see through it. It was so good. It was foolproof. So then they would do that and they'd be like, all right, we'll take this break. And then <laughs> literally they got to do whatever they want for a month. <laughs> Come right back, month or two or however long. I wouldn't really take it. I don't think they really took it any longer than a and then a month or two because when you get to that extent, past two months, it's like she's gonna catch on. I just I think it's either gonna catch on or you're just gonna forget about her, and then you're just gonna you know lost cause at that point. But if you just do that around December, like it, like. Mm, I would do it like a little bit before Thanksgiving because typically, you know, you're going right into the relationship and you're going to have to go meet her family and stuff at Thanksgiving. You're going to have to do split Thanksgivings. Woo! And that would be troubling to try to do a break there. So I would do it at the beginning of November and then do not stop the break. Do not stop the break until after New Year's. And boom, you got yourself a foolproof, foolproof plan. And ladies, uh, I don't have any recommendations for you on this one. I just, I mean, hopefully, if you're listening to this, uh, you can take a bit of advice. And if a guy ever comes up to you and says, hey, I want to take a break, just know that you're not the only one. <laughs> that There you go. Know that you're not the only person that he's texting. If 
any guy comes up to you and goes, hey, I'm going to take a break. And you just know that there's another girl just, he's going to go see that night. Hey, I'm going to go take a break. And then he's going to go mess around with whoever that is that he, his, he has been uh, texting. Mm. Amazing. And I know this because, you know, I'm a guy. <laughs> and I know how guys work because I have friends who are guys. Uh, these guys like to go stargazing, but they at least know, well, the ropes. <laughs> stargazing. Uh, now that I went, that would be a very good date. That would be. That would be like a good, uh, I wouldn't say first date, especially in the winter. That's way too cold. Um, I mean, if you had a pickup truck and lay down the bed, I don't have a pickup truck. <laughs> we could lay on top of the roof, strap ourselves to the roof like a Christmas tree. There you go. Oh, man. The Christmas spirit. The holiday spirit. I I just love the, the holidays. I just love it. Uh, I Look, I'm not a really big holiday fan. I was being sarcastic. It's just, my biggest thing is, is I'm, a, I observe. I'm an observationalist. I look at everybody. And I looked at this whole year. Protest. People stuck inside people getting canceled, just all the horror and the terror in the world, and then Christmas time comes around, and everybody flips, does a full 180, and it's like, you know what? I love you. We're going to get through COVID together. Really? That's how we're looking at things now? Just whatever, man. <laughs> I, I, uh, this guy, I was at a coffee shop recently, and this guy was in front of me. Uh, I think, yeah, it was a, a husband and wife, and he uh, bought me my coffee. I didn't know that until I got the cash register, and he was already out the door, but he bought me my coffee, and there was people behind me, and you know the tradition where you're supposed to, where they buy the coffee, then it comes to you, and then you're supposed to buy the person behind coffee? Well, it was kind of awkward, because my coffee was like five fifty, and the people's coffee behind me had a combined total of 15 bucks, and I'm not spending 10 extra dollars because I'm just in the holiday spirit. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this coffee that this guy bought in front of me, and I'm going to jet. Well, Dawson, you could at least pay for half. I could have, but uh, I decided to take the coffee as a gift from that guy. I thought that guy was doing something for me. It was a gift for me. That's what, that's what that was. He, I guess he knew me or, or, or something. That's how, I, that's how I'm taking it as. Because he was being nice. You can't say anything. You know. I'll, I'll take it all day. Oh. Freaking buying people's other food. It, that, that would always happen to me. Is every time someone always bought something in front of me in like a drive-thru. I would ask what the price is for the people behind me. It would always be double of what my food price was. I'm like, why? Why is it double? Why can't it be cheaper? Or why can't it be around the same? I've never understood that. It's always got to be way more than what it is. Always way more. It never, never stops. Another thing that sucked, well, another thing that was great, or this actually was a sucky thing, too. Uh, I think this was more of an Arkansas thing. I always hated going out with my sister. I don't know if I've ever brought this up in previous podcasts. I can't keep up. But I always hated going out with my sister and going and doing stuff with her. Because we would just, like, you know, we would just hang out sometimes, go into town together, whatever. You know, you know hanging out, sibling stuff. I always hated walking in. Uh, or not, not, yeah, walking into some place, uh, eating together, going to a Starbucks. Next thing you know, they're like giving us looks like, wow, they're such a cute couple. I'm like, really? <laughs> don't, don't you go there, you little sucker. Don't you even start that. Not even, not even gonna do that. Not gonna happen. <laughs> and like, and it's gotten us free stuff before. That's, that's, Probably the only positive thing that's came out of that is it has gotten us free stuff. We went to a Starbucks drive through She was driving, and I think they were about to close. I'm not 100% sure. But either way, 
my sister was trying to hand them money and the person in the drive-thru stuffed her hand back into her window and said, it's on us. I have never had that at a drive-thru. Never. Not one. Not one at all. I have never had that ever happen. And it's just amazing. You know, just so many benefits when people think that you're in a relationship and how happy people see young relationship. But the thing is, though, is that relation, young relationship, I, I don't like parents on Facebook at all. Because my friends have girlfriends or whatever, and some parents are, you know, cringy or whatever, but Southern parents, they're a whole different breed. They're a way whole t- different breed of, uh, of communicating on Facebook because I don't know how all parents, you know, communicate and when a young couple post a picture together and it turns into a competition of who can say the best comment or who can make the best compliment towards that couple or whatever. It is so funny. Like, I, it's so cringy. It was really cringy because it just makes, every time I see those comments, like, you and him are so beautiful together, or, oh my gosh, uh, he better treat you right, uh, or he looks like a keeper. I'm just like, oh my god, just, oh, <laughs> yeah, it is so, so cringy. And then there's always that one person in the Southern family, the one uh, relative, man or woman, typically woman, would come in and be like, he better treat you right or else. He better treat you right or else I'm gonna hang him hang him by his feet and I'm just I can only imagine what would happen if like that would happen if like that you cheated on her or something like that. Next thing you know, she shows up to where he lives and uh she's like, I told you you better treat her right and all of a sudden she puts them knocks him out, puts him in the back of the dump truck, then next thing you know he wakes up to her just chopping his legs off, puts him in center blocks. Throws him in the water. <sighs> I think that was a scene in the movie. I that was a, I think I just brought up a scene from a movie. Not hundred percent, but I think that's what that was. <laughs> it was a scene from a movie. Hold on, did I even time this? Hold on, let let me just calculate the time real quick. Four forty. Four fifty, five o'clock, five ten. The round thirty minutes. I'm not a hundred percent. Look, and that's another thing that's going to be hard about college, is I'm signed up for all these stupid math classes, and I'm not going to want to do them. Oh, god, that's so stupid, just pitiful and disgusting, terrible. But. We're going into the fun fact section. We're going to the fun fact portion, baby. We're tearing right into it. I still haven't created music for this portion, but it, it's going to happen one day. I promise you, it will happen one day. Maybe ep- it could be episode 29, or it could be episode 127. One day, it will happen. I've been saying this the past four or five podcasts. It's so stupid. Ugh. And the fun fact for today. Fun fact. Fun fact. I don't know. Insert your favorite song. But a chef's toque contains 100 folds. I think it's toque because it's T-O-Q-U-E. But if you take the T away and then submit a B, that's bokeh. Well... It's bouquet without the T, I think. So, I'm just going to call it a tokay. If you don't like tokay, and you're annoyed by what I call a chef's tokay, then uh, there might be something wrong with you. And if you don't know what a chef's tokay is, I'll just call it a chef's hat. And a little puffy, puffy little hat that they put on. Like, usually five-star chefs have them. Oh, oh, have you seen Chef Boy RD? He wears a tokay. A tokay. I'm actually going to do that one day. Like, when I go to a... I'm just going to do it when I go to a buffet. Because I don't think I'm going to ever see a five-star chef really around. Unless I go to a buffet where they do wear those hats. It's not quite the puffiness 
But uh, I'm just going to go up to them. I'm going to be at the buffet. They're going to do their little thing. They're going to be flipping the spatulas. They're going to be doing the little egg spins, the little onion, little volcano thing. Next thing you know, I'm just going to ask them. I'm going to look at them and be like, you know what? I really like your toke. I love your toke, man. It's a nice toke. And he's going to look at me, and he's not going to know what a toke is, even though he's wearing one. Ridiculous. Like, I didn't know that, uh, freaking, what is it called? What is it flipping called? The, the freaking, uh, oh, my grandma told me this. Freaking, okay. You know those little dumplings that you get at, uh, at, a, like, a, a Chinese restaurant? They're not dumplings. They're, uh, something stickers. Some, something stickers. I, I forgot what they were. But I used that word, and no one knew what it was, and I just forgot it, so I don't know that word now anymore. But that's the proper way of saying it. It's not Chinese dumplings. It's something stickers. It, I forgot what it... Uh, anyways, toke. Has a hundred folds. Now, there's a specific reason why that chef's hat has a hundred folds. It's not a chef's hat. It's a toke, Dawson. I got it. I got it. The toke. Okay, this toke has a hundred folds. It has a hundred folds for a specific reason. Uh, most diners are too busy looking at their food to look at closely at what the preparer is wearing. But the toke is a traditional hat worn by chefs. Contains exactly a hundred folds. This is not just a nice round number. It is said that these folds represent the number of ways to cook an egg. Uh, wow. There are a hundred, wow, a hundred ways to prepare an egg. Who would have known? Who would have known that there was a hundred different ways to prepare an egg? I would have never known. Would you have known? This actually makes me want to open up a company. I've actually thought about not opening up a company and open up in a restaurant. I've been talking to this about people. They look at me like I'm an idiot all the time, but it's a really good diner idea, really good, you know, like a food eating idea, and I really want to back behind it on this one. I want to start it, and I'm going to wear a toque because I didn't know it was, the reason why I picked this fun fact was because it lined up proportional to what I want to open up my restaurant like. And what I want to open up this restaurant is it's going to be an egg. It's not going to be a restaurant. It's going to be more of like an egg diner. Okay, it's going to be more like a brunch uh, situation. Okay, you can go pick up a mimosa with a few of your girlfriends. You can call it a day. And uh, all, the whole thing is, is you're going to walk in there. All I do is I prepare eggs in different ways. That's all it is. Because I want people to start saying, hey, have you been to Dawson Eichelhardt's brand new restaurant? Yeah, it's right down the street. He has the best boiled eggs in town. Can you believe it? It's the best boiled eggs. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I have made a boiled egg. I've had boiled eggs at other places. Okay, but Dawson just seems to be able to hit the nail on the head with a boiled egg. Have you had his eggs Benedict? Amazing. Have you had his scrambled eggs? Awesome. It's just all about eggs. That's what, that's what I want to do. People keep on trying to bash the idea. They keep on trying to tell me it's never going to work. But you know what happens typically when people say that? That means that they don't want you to have that idea and they want to steal it from you. That's exactly what it is. They'll keep on trying to tear me down. But the egg business is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be popping. It's going to be great. Amazing. I'm going to become a millionaire off of it. Probably not a millionaire, but it's going to be pretty close. (laughs) Uh, Number ways of cooking egg. But here's the thing, though. I didn't know there was 100 ways. So I'm actually clicking on the link now, and if it could, you know, load, maybe I could tell you some of the ways. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go into the, I'm going to click this. 100 ways. Hmm. 100 ways to cook. An egg, dude, it popped up. Immediately popped up. Let's get pumped up. Let's get pumped up. 
Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Load, load, load. Bat an egg, eggs behavior, in a pot. Um uh, now it did it just told me the origins. Is no one gonna tell me how to No. You're not doing this to me right now. Nope. Come on, go forward. What are the hundred ways? Hundred ways to fix an egg. If this isn't it, I guess you're not gonna find out. Uh, oh. Dude, I hate when those freaking ads pop up. Hundred ways to cook an egg. Hundred ways to cook an egg. It's not gonna tell me. I know you can boil it, but you know what? Let's try to come up. You know what? I don't. I'm tired of trying to look at this up. Let's let's try to figure this out. Okay, you can boil it. You can scramble it. There's poached. There's baked. Uh, there's fried. There's seared. Um, I don't know any other ways. Oh, right here it says coddled, pickled. Uh, oh, I forgot about deviled eggs. You can make deviled eggs. Man. Excuse me. See, some, see, I'm polite. A lot of people don't. Like, I just burped right there. Excuse me. That's, a lot of people would just ignore it. And just keep on going. Uh, soft, scrambled. Let's see here. Uh, we got hard scrambled, soft scrambled, perfectly scrambled. We got omelet. Uh, we got sunny side up. We got over easy, over medium, over hard. We got poached. I didn't know there was this many ways to cook an egg. I've always thought there was like maybe four ways, five ways. Spanish fried? Dude, there may be a hundred ways, but I guess I'm going to have to go deep searching. It may be a dark web thing. It's probably trying to like try to keep it a secret kind of thing, and they just don't want everybody to know about it. There's like, hey, hey Dawson, we just we don't really want to talk about it, but uh, we want to keep it on the DL. But <laughs> we don't want to talk about how many ways that we can cook an egg. I wouldn't blame them. I would I would want to keep it a secret as well. But. That sums up the fun fact portion. So if you back my idea for the 100 ways to cook an egg restaurant, Dawson Iglehart, supported by the last Iglehart podcast, sign my petition. I don't have a petition yet, but just email me or message me, DM me, whatever. It'll be all, all my social media stuff will be in the description. And let me know, Dawson, we support your 100 uh, 100 Ways to Cook an Egg Restaurant, and uh, you'll walk in, and you'll have a 100 ways listed on the menu of how to cook an egg, and you can tell me which one you want, and I will do it. I will do it for you. But moving along to the news article portion. News, news, news article portion. And <clears throat> uh, this comes all the way from China. Uh, China's Iron Crotch Master. What? Look, I picked out this new ar- news article before I uh, did this podcast, but still, reading this title amazes me. China's Iron Crotch Masters fight to preserve painful-looking tradition. Mm. Uh, his name is Wang. Wang. He's a. Uh, he's a. Uh, Iron crotch artist. I didn't know that was a thing. The 65-year-old... Well, no wonder he's an iron crotch artist. His his junk doesn't work anymore. So he's going to get into a business. All right, let's see. From a village in central China, he practices a unique strand of martial arts. Why would you call this a martial art? You're literally just getting kicked in the nuts. Uh, Iron crotch kung fu. Uh, its most famous technique involves a steel plate caped, uh, caped log, two meters in length. It weighs forty kilograms. It swings through the air and smashes into a man's crotch. Mm. Just what a profession I want to get into. Like, if, like, if I had somebody I was friends with, they're like, "Hey, man, I can't hang out tonight. I, uh, I got a." iron crotch meat and i'm like what's an iron crotch meat and they're like hey uh, basically uh this big old 
Thane comes down and hits it to the nuts, and whoever lasts the longest wins. And then we go into this, we go on to the championship. Where we kick each other in the nuts. The first person to back out loses. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go pay some tickets to watch this game. Add that, add that to ESPN. I don't want to watch Spike Ball anymore on ESPN. I want cr- Iron Crot. All right, I just want to see people kicking each other in the junk. <laughs> the Iron Crotch Mastery, which is a game to be taken, hits the body's weakest point while using Quiggon breathing techniques to inure oneself. Inure oneself is just one element of the branch. Hold on. Quiggon breathing techniques? Of attacking as well as resting first or pain and hits the other sensitive areas. Wow. So you're telling me that you use breathing techniques to help you, uh, help it where it doesn't really hurt as bad in the testicle region. You're out of your mind. You are absolutely out of your mind, China. <laughs> we also have iron throat, iron head, iron chest, and iron back as well. This dude's just literally breaking every bone in his body, or just breaking everything. He literally, iron throat. Have you ever been jabbed in the throat? I haven't been jabbed in the throat, but, you know, I've been put in a chokehold before. It's not the greatest thing anymore. <laughs> greatest thing in the world, for sure. I've been put in there. Uh, I mean, just a bare hand over the throat. I can't even breathe. Did someone just chop you right in the throat? Iron chest, get kicked in the chest? I'm, I bet you that just caused spearing. Some guy puts a helmet on. He just spears you right in the chest, and he's like, get up. Get up, you. Get up. Come on. Get up. You you just despicable person. Come on, get up. Did your chest break? Oh, did it break? I hope it broke. Yeah, you little, little dummy. This is probably a bunch of kids that just weren't popular in school. So they thought, well, you know what? I'm going to get into some weird thing. Like, band didn't work out, so I'm going to get into I. Like, literally, this is what happens. You're not popular. And then, and then uh, other things don't work out, like band and whatever don't work out. And then you're like, wow, I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. What am I going to do? Am I going to work? Or am I going to go to iron crotch practices? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to practice iron crotch techniques. and get kicked in the junk. Man. <laughs> if there's, this is a quote from him. If there are more students to carry it forward to spread the whole country and the world, uh, if they can carry this form of kung fu forward, then my dream will come true. You know what? You know what? That is it. I want to meet this guy. I want to meet Wang. I don't know what his last name is. It doesn't even matter. I put my phone up. It's done. I don't even care about it anymore. You know what I want to do? I want to. I want to meet Wang. I want to make him happy. I want. I want him to know that I care for him. Okay. Your your sport. Your sport seems ridiculous, but, but even though your sport doesn't seem, your sport seems ridiculous, I can't believe it's called a martial art, I, I am honored to take on your profession of iron, (laughs) of iron kung fu, oh my god, is it iron kung fu, or is it, no, no it's not, it's called a freaking iron crotch. Okay, I want to. I will take on Iron Crotch, your your legacy of being an Iron Crotch person. That's what I want to do. I'm not gonna do it. I'll just set up the events. I'll be the manager. I'll ask around. I'll ask my friends. I'll be like, hey, you want you want to take on the legacy of Iron Crotch? Start a small school. I'll be your manager. I'll set up the fights. You'll kick each other in the nuts. Uh, we'll set up different obstacles where you walk up to them, press a button, it hits you in the nuts. Uh, first person to pass out. Or start bleeding down the leg. We're going to have to call it. Uh, we'll start Iron Crotch UFC. Where you... Uh, well, actually, no. We'll, call, we'll do Iron Crotch kickboxing. And the only thing you can do is kick in the nuts. And if you, if you kick in the chest or punch in the chest region or any of that, uh, then that's automatically a foul. You get disqualified. So it's completely the opposite of boxing and kickboxing. And even UFC. So you, so the mandatory thing is there is you just have to kick in the nuts. But, but, and saying all of this, 
I want to. We're now on our conclusion, baby. All right. Well, you've made it. You made it to the end of episode 28 of the last I Call Heart podcast. Congratulations. Man, another podcast down. Hopefully, I could keep the. Hopefully, I could keep the momentum going. You'll have another one next Friday. And, uh, not, uh, me skipping a few weeks. But, you know, the holidays that came around, and uh, I bet you've been busy also. So, uh, just thank you for listening to another episode of the Last I Go Heart podcast, aka my journal. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, thank you. Thank you for listening and tagging in. This is basically just a journal. This is my, what my thoughts are right now, what's going through my mind. And instead of writing it all down, I just told myself, I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to take a microphone, talk into it, and make it as a podcast. And hopefully other people listen to it and other people enjoy it. And uh, I, that's what I thought that people would do. So thank you for listening, if you're listening. And uh, I mean, it's episode 28, baby. Hopefully episode 29 will be next Friday. Uh, but uh, new merch, I have the new merch. DM me if you want the new merch. I don't know if I'm going to be doing any other stand-up before Christmas. I highly doubt it. Uh, I'm going to be, oh, next week, you better get ready. I'm going to be having new videos uh, coming out on all social medias. I'm going to be put, putting my first YouTube video up next week because I'm getting the new camera. The new camera came in uh, at my parents' house. I didn't want to get it shipped to my apartment. So that thing would get stolen. I just got it shipped to my parents. I had to go down there tomorrow and go pick that baby up, and I'm, I'm going to make a new video for y'all. I'm going to make a new video. I'm going to try to do it once a week, probably four times a month, three, four times a month. Who knows? But they're going to be good, authentic videos. Helps with the film editing, but, you know, also just the comedy. And uh, hopefully y'all enjoy, enjoy those as well. But you know what? Get pumped up. Get ready. The new camera's coming in, new videos, new merch. But thank you, everybody, once again, for listening to episode 28 of the last i go heart podcast and i will be seeing you next friday the last i go heart podcast you are listening to the last i go heart podcast